Yo, what's up, y'all? I had a mouthful of food, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> what's Welcome up, what's to up? another episode of the Wu Child Chronicles podcast. It's your girl, Cubana Kiss. I got my boo, Barack, and my other boo, Ruby, from the at to be Ruby everything. Um, she is my favorite <laughs> beauty blogger, um, influencer, lifestyle, all that. She's all of that. So welcome. Yeah. Period. Thank you for having me back. Actually, me. Yes. bro, I you were. Live. I watched your episode live. I was like, okay, bro, I got some energy in person. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is me all day. So. It really is. <laughs> Not for the show. This is who I am. <laughs> this is exactly how he's been since I've ever met him. Which is funny because Brock Ruby also went to Columbia. Yes. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So that's how I, I know that. Ruby. I love that um, for us, actually. Yes, <laughs> right. it's a, a Columbia thing. <laughs> Um, so how are y'all tonight on this Wednesday night? I'm doing good. I mean, it's a little, little bit. Y'all probably a little baby in the background, but that's my life. Um, we're going to get through it. The joy of, of balancing it all. What about you, Brock? How's that job going? It's going good. I also smoked a little before this, so I don't know. I kept looking at myself in the camera like, ooh, these people can really tell, but you know what? Who I gives mean, a fuck? It's legal. Who gives I a not, fuck? I <laughs> have Brock. Live your best life. Oh, hey. That's, that's what I'm out here doing. I also had a little treat and uh, made me a drink. And in you know when you have treats, you end up doing crazy stuff. Like, I cooked a whole meal before live and it's sitting like right next to me. I'm not sure what <laughs> I was really thinking I was going to accomplish. But it smells so good. So if y'all see me pick over a whole meal, spinach, jerk honey wings, jerk honey shrimp, and some rice. Like, I literally was in there cooking before getting alive. Like, I'm waiting for a plate. Oh, maybe too. I'll drop the Addy. (laughs) (laughs) Just overnight delivery. Overnight delivery. By any means. Brock, get something in this box leaking. That's the jerk sauce. Don't even worry about it. Just <laughs> pass it on over. <laughs> yes. Okay. So as you all know, I was trying to wait for a couple of our listeners to get in. Um, Facebook was acting kind of funny. Like, you got to change the time that you're going live. I was like, but do I? But do I really? Facebook needs so- to mind its business, huh? Facebook needs to mind its business. I can't wait for uh, StreamYard to get it together so that I am on Instagram with a big bulk of my followers because Facebook gives me a headache. And I know they own by the same people, but they do two different things. Two different things. True, true. And I've noticed people are getting put in Facebook jail more often for saying stuff that's not as bad as like, you shouldn't be recommended for that sort of stuff. I am a repeat offender. Okay. I didn't (laughs) been in Facebook jail for calling somebody the C word. I didn't been in Facebook jail for calling somebody the other C word. I call somebody trailer trash. And they how many C words? That's what I was thinking too. I was like, what's the other C word? C U E N T. I knew that's, that one, but what's the that's other the one? C O O N. Oh, okay. They put me clean in well, Facebook jail. It was like, actually, ma'am, you will that. not collect $100. Won't they pass it up. Matter. You ain't going to be just saying that. <laughs> just saying anything. Like, damn, how you going to get on here talking about something you pro black and all this other stuff, but you don't hear calling the people C words? Facebook was like, actually, that's considered bullying. First of all, Facebook, try again. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I had to do. 
I had to do my 30 day bid. Actually, it wasn't even a 30 day bid. I did a seven day bid. I was irritated. Like, on my Instagram. Why are you talking like real jail times? I'm done. Girl, because that's what it is. I be wanting somebody to put something on my books. They don't. Not commentary. I, I was in Twitter somebody. jail for threatening Mitch McConnell, so I've been there before. Oh, that was a nice little put seven. You in for? I'm, I'm yeah. So I've been there. There's one time I've been in there for like a day, which is fine, whatever. I don't even need to look at the app. And then there was one time it was like seven days. And yeah, again, I don't really care. I'll be back and I'll do the same thing and I'll do it again. <laughs> and again, again, and again, and again. And again. <laughs> How come you keep saying tomorrow? 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 All right, y'all. So we're gonna go ahead and get it cracking in the live. Y'all see, I got my handy dandy. Um, let's talk tonight. Relationship cards. We ready to go? Oh, I actually had a subject I wanted to bring up. Come on, Brock, bring it up, boo. And actually, like I just got this in my inbox, but somebody said that this is a little bit more Chicago specific. I'm in LA, but Lori Lightfoot said that she only wanted to be interviewed by people of color. She showed me and say that shit. How do we, how do, I want to know. <laughs> but my thing is, she should have taken it a step further and been like, mm. I only want to be interviewed by women of color. I don't know about the women of color thing. Only because, Hello. only because actually one of my really, 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 really good friends, Um, he also went to Columbia with us. He mm -hmm. is a journalist and he's gay and he's black. And I feel like, you know, sometimes he will get looked over just for those two things alone. And mm -hmm. I'm all for women empowerment, don't get me wrong. But when they just say people of color, I'll be cool with that too, because I like love black people. I love Asian Same. people. I love the Mexicans, all of them. So the only reason I say that is just because I feel like as a woman of power, sometimes, mm. and especially like a woman of power who is black, she would get undermined more than just like her male counterparts. Mm -hmm, so I yeah. feel like two women should be talking instead of like a man and a woman. That's just my point. I'm all for all I'm with you on there too. doing their jobs. But that's the only reason why I was like, mm, maybe she should take it a step further and be like, no, I only want a black woman or a woman of color to interview me. But she said she was only doing it for the like talks about her anniversary. This isn't like a yeah. everyday thing. Every, but I was yeah. really proud of her for saying that. Just for that. Now, what people, I don't know if people notice about you, Ruby, but you went to Columbia for television or was in television. Mm -hmm. So how does this like, how does, what is your thought process on all of this? I mean, for me, like you said, two sides of the coin, right? I do respect the idea of, hey, bro, black, we supporting each other. What, what? I used to say, I root for everybody black. Period. I root for everybody <laughs> yeah. that's black. Everybody. And then Wale made a song. Wale, and it was a beautiful song. Shout out to Wale, one of the most lit concerts I've ever been to. <laughs> Sidebar, squirrel. Um, <laughs> so I, I do understand that. Um, but also from like a responsible media standpoint, you know, one could say that you're limiting your audience or that could be like an adverse impact of saying okay now you are treating yourself as if you're some superior you know people can go into that too but i feel like for the most part in the historical context of life let's be real we haven't been given the same opportunity to be like even to say that for her to even be able to say that as the mayor of chicago we as the first woman years ago. mayor of chicago lgbt <laughs> Okay. She had all these. Listen. Period. 
And they better stop calling her Unc T because I'm having right, I don't like that. I don't I like don't that either. So I thought I was the only one because like, I don't see how this is funny. Actually, I do wish she would do something to her hair, and it don't mean like <laughs> do something to her. Like at no, least they, comb it, pick it out, put a little do some product. So That's the only way. Did y'all see how they show how she first came to office, how she looked now? I'm like, y'all are stressing her out. Okay? Stressing her out. <laughs> they wouldn't wear the mask. Y'all remember she got so loud. Everybody talking about it. She's like, y'all need to sit home. I said, <laughs> 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 now, when she, she was cussing them badass kids out that was playing basketball when they were supposed to be in the house. She was like, don't y'all know it's a pandemic outside? I was like, they was like, Miss, they was like Mayor Lightfoot. Um, how would you feel if somebody talked to your kid like that? She was like, I talk to them kids the same way I talk to my kid. At that point, I knew she was black. I was like, she black as hell. She, she don't said care. what she said. Basically. Period. What's Get your ass about? in the house. Right. <laughs> it's a pandemic. And wear your goddamn ass. <laughs> okay, so we're going to start with these cords. I'm going to pick one and we're going to see what it says. So we played this game on my birthday, y'all. Just a sidebar. And when I tell you, like, when you get deep in these questions, like, one question was so damn specific that it hit me and um someone. It just hit us way, like, way too deep. Like, it was just, like, way too head on. So, though I don't have no partnership with these people or nothing like that, I like these cards. So, yeah. Any of them, we're going to go ahead and get into this relationship topic. So the baby. first question is that get your baby. We're gonna answer, we're gonna ask the question, you get the baby. <laughs> um it's all gonna have a turn. Right. <laughs> is it appropriate for your best friend and your significant other to routinely text each other about things that don't include you? Explain your answer. What are y'all talking about? Okay. So, <laughs> repeat it one more time. <laughs> I heard the question. Um, <laughs> I repeat it one more time for my listeners because I felt like that was a lot for me. And me and Brock on the same wave like right now, we might need this repeated. <laughs> okay. Is it appropriate for your best friend and your significant other to routinely text each other about things that don't include you? Explain. So I'm, I like Brock's face right now. So I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Brock. Um, I personally don't see anything wrong with it, but this is a situation where it's like the comfortability mm-hmm. of the relationship that you're in, and also are you and your significant other in the same friend group? Because for me, me and my significant other, we all have the same friends. So him texting like my best friend or okay. somebody outside of that, it doesn't really bother me because we're all. They're not even talking about anything, I'm sure, that is even of importance to me or that I even care to be in the conversation about. Because me and my significant other also have separate interests from each other that he might have in common with somebody else. Like, I'm sorry, I don't want to talk about, um, I don't know, like going to like a Lady Gaga concert. Like that to me, like doesn't interest me. If you like it, I love it. But right. they would talk about something like that. So that's cool. Keep it separate. Um, but again, it really ranges from person to person. Okay, Miss Ruby, talk to me, girl. I have a question. I mean, I know the card <laughs> don't say. Here's the question: Is routinely versus frequently? I guess that's the key word that I need to. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. So for me, routinely means this is an all the time thing. Like, a, like are we texting each other good morning and good night? Like, I don't understand what's going on. Like, oh, that's routinely. Weird. I think is the is the word. 
I think routinely <laughs> is the word that kind of changes it. Because frequently could just mean, you know, oh, did you know there's a new Star Wars movie coming out? I don't right. like Star Wars. I don't give a fuck that Star Wars got a movie coming out. But my best friend, which she doesn't, but might have that, you know, in common with him. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but like, yeah, so I mean, it. I guess the dynamic look okay. So, from what I'm thinking of, like, my actual best friends, like, I would not question them in, in the conversation with them, right? Like, what are y'all talking about? It is like, if it's routinely, whatever it may be. Now, if it become a situation where it's like, oh, yeah, I didn't even know y'all was texting, what y'all talking about? Oh, y'all right. been for seven days in a row. Somebody got to die. Like, <laughs> somebody got to die. <laughs> um, I mean, double I don't homicide. see. Double homicide. <laughs> damn, double homicide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know my wife, y'all. I hate you so much. What Brock said. No, no lie, though. Brock was like. When it comes to relationships, like, your spouse or your significant other is the one who is vested in you or who owes you something so to speak but if this your best friend in my opinion they owe you too because y'all got also i mean this ain't no associate this your best friend so when i say that i said that everybody gotta die all parties involved besides me period so for me um i do have so i have i think i have best friends for different portions of my life like i got my best friend that i met you know during my pregnancy with my son, I got my best friend that I met through her. I got my best, like, I just, I'm really close to people. Like, yeah. if, if I feel like I have that, um, that connection with you, I'm really close. And I say that to say, out of all of my best friends, only one of them in which whose husband um, I would talk to fr frequently, um, routinely. And we always make fun of her because we always say she married the male version of me. So for us to talk would be just kind of like, kind of like how Ruby said, like, mm, I'm never, ever, ever worried about them having a conversation right. because she know damn well, like the conversations that we have and she don't, she don't care. She don't care that XYZ movie coming out. She don't care that a new soundboard from whomever, she don't give a damn. She's like, what's a soundboard? Like she don't, right. she don't care. So Yeah. That's that's my answer on that question. I'm sure if a uh, Playboy and Yada was on here, Yada would be on the um you gotta die. And I don't know what Playboy would say. Kill, but I know Yada gonna say Yada. Everybody gotta die. Everybody gotta die. Okay, okay, okay. Oh the Lord, we would have to ask this question in the midst of the shit going on in Alabama. Ooh. A woman gets an abortion during a rough patch of her relationship and doesn't tell the man they go on to get married is this marriage built on a lie explain i'm gonna go to ruby because uh she put the palm to the head and she was like oh hell no i can't never have my reactions like god no okay for me it, it no it was not built on trust or did you say trust or it, you you said you answered it, it you asked was it built yeah. on a lie so it wasn't built yeah. on trust because i mean one that's pretty critical like to be able to take a life that is said partners co contributing life like they y'all made that baby together you ain't gonna tell me that got a baby that's a little concerning to me because then here's here's the here's the thing not saying that this happens to all women or anything like that but then what if that could have been the only baby they could have and now she can't have a baby because maybe he had complications in her abortion mm -hmm. 
And now she's trying to explain to her husband, like, yeah, so I can't have a baby because I bought it. Oh, by the way, that baby that you and I had, but I didn't keep it. <laughs> like, how do you even bring that up? Like, like, that's kind of that's new. That's what life genesis. What if I broke? Okay. <laughs> we can only sing a little bit. I get sued. Okay, wait a minute. Okay, so Brock. Okay, X-Men. 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 Okay, Brock. So, how do you feel about that question? Uh, oof, that relationship is built on a lie because if you couldn't even tell your significant other that I'm sorry I have to say it like this, but they literally came inside of you, had unprotected sex, and you all made a baby, and then didn't you didn't tell him? Woo, that's a lot. I just don't Ooh, understand. First off, I, first off, I don't even know how you do that, and then second off, like even years after, like, how you just, like, bring that up casually? Like, you just sharing Cheddar Bay biscuits at Red Lobster, like, oh, hey, babe, by the way. I think that's fucked up. Uh, <laughs> and I'm actually, like, I'm, like, definitely, like, if you want to get an abortion, that is your choice. Like, mm-hmm. do what you gotta do. But, like, that in particular, that situation, when it's two people that are involved, yeah, you have to let your partner know. Um, yes. That, yes. I think that's fucked up, actually. I, I was gonna say that. So I actually think it's beyond fucked up. Um specific. Okay. Yeah, just to be very specific. It's just not fucked up. It's beyond it. Uh, <laughs> to infinity. And I don't beyond. think you're beautiful. I think you're beyond it. Um <laughs> why are we like this? <laughs> Okay, so I do think that it's beyond fucked up for many reasons. One of the reasons being uh, something that Ruby mentioned about potentially not being able to have any more kids. Like, what if that was the only child you were going to be blessed with in general um, and you didn't have that conversation with him? And not just on her end, like, what if something happened to him and he can't have no more damn kids? Like, it's just certain things that you should definitely have that conversation with. Um, Ooh. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> then on top of that, like Brock stated, we are that intimate that we are having unprotected sex, but we can't have the conversation about what's going to happen if we get pregnant. Mm. To me, that's the converse. That's an issue in itself with it. That's mm-hmm. you're taking into your marriage. Mm. Because if it's me, I'm going to be sitting there like, um, so we going to the chop. Who paying for it? I, I I just need to understand what's going on. Like, the conversation is going to be had, whether you know inappropriately, whether uncomfortably. It's going to happen, and it's just going to be what it is. Not the chop shop. I, can't I, was, <laughs> I, can't I was trying to clean it up, but y'all know who Sometimes it is. Sometimes you just got to say what you got to say. Right. <laughs> I'm pro-choice, obviously. I don't care what you do. If you keep the baby, cool. If you don't keep the baby, cool. Do what you feel is cool, but as far as me and mine, I'm we're gonna have the conversation because I'm gonna be honest with you. I have one kid out of marriage, out of wedlock, rather. I would just rather not do that again. I kind of learned that lesson. It's hard to do. So I if I was at that point like, oh shit, I'm not on birth control, fam not using no condom, but we out here raw dogging like that. Believe and trust the conversation has been had on what my plans are. So that is a responsible thing to do. Oof. Whoever just, out there doing that, get it together. Do better. They need to get it together. <laughs> do better. 
Just had two twirls and a chop chop. Jesus. <laughs> Not the chop chop. Chop chop. That's like, yeah. Y'all, I saw we. I saw we. Okay, we're gonna ask one more question. Okay, we I actually I, I okay. 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 All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. You're married and your spouse tells you that they slept around while you were dating. Would this change anything? <laughs> I'm trying to keep no, because I was doing the same. Right. <laughs> 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 oh, you was on in too. I'm done. No, sorry. <laughs> oh my god! I hate Brock so much. Because... Look, sorry about it. <laughs> oh, okay, go ahead. Okay, whoever want to go first, I don't even care. Both y'all crazy as hell. I pretty much answered. <laughs> I was a hoe too. It's okay. <laughs> I, 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 I don't think this changes anything, right? Because y'all are married at this point. Y'all are married. So, like, I, what, what does it change? Are you going to divorce this person for cheating on you before the marriage? Like, I don't understand like what what would change within the marriage itself outside of now having trust issues. Which Is that technically that, cheating? That might occur. If okay, so what's the definition of dating for y'all? Let's start with that. Because to me, dating is like the, I don't even want to say the honeymoon phase, but it's like the beginning stages of like actually settling down. So to me, it's kind of like, it's a little bit more open to where if you were seeing somebody else, so not that's cool. I probably have my hoes right. like on the back burner too. Like I feel like dating and then like relationship, I feel like those are two different okay. yeah. definitions. Because had it said... You're married and your spouse tells you that they were messing around while you were in a relationship. I honestly still don't have I got the same answer. What the fuck does it change? Because are you gonna so my question would be, are you gonna divorce them if you find out that that person cheated before you know why before y'all got married or why y'all were in a relationship? That's what I wanted out. Like, because other than that, what does it change? Ooh, my nerves, yeah. <laughs> 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 <Now> listen. <laughs> Now, listen, I've been out the game a little bit, so the terms, I just want to clarify. So, dating, you are specifically saying y'all dating, y'all courting, y'all have not made it clear that y'all are on a one-on-one situation. Exactly. Yes. Okay, well then, I don't know, because my nerves is just getting bad thinking about having to kill him. I love <laughs> him, but he'll die. Listen, here's the thing. <laughs> I guess if it's a transparency conversation was just like yeah we weren't really serious we was just like out here kicking it maybe i no um, let me tell you something ruby crazy as hell ruby like hey can you come over here real quick i need you to take me somewhere take you where just somewhere you got sugar anywhere. you got a snickers i, I mean, also need an alibi i mean but to be fair to be fair if we were just dating and he told me like yeah we weren't even we was just in the beginning of our journey we weren't even saying we were exclusive, whatever. Then I would probably be like, okay, nah, I guess I was it, okay. Um, I can't say that honestly that I say, okay. I'm be honest, I probably still would like this shit. So, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so this, oh, this question is making my nerves. This kind of happened. Too. 
to me, obviously I'm not married or have I ever been married. However, this similarly happened to me. I was with someone um, and we were like maybe hitting our like year and a half, maybe two year mark of actually saying that we were in a relationship. And this girl came around and was like, I had a baby. Not she was Girl, she hello, Barbara. But no, she didn't do it to me. She didn't do it to me. Um, she Iconic. she did tell him though that she had a baby that was getting ready to be one years old, and the baby might have been his. Like, if we just did the math, it was clear that we were not official in a relationship. So it was like, then for me, it was like, well, do I want to deal with this this dude who now got two baby mamas? That was my biggest thing. I also wasn't married, so walking away was a completely different situation for me. But y'all was also dating from the timeline. Right, and so I was just kind of like, so it the problem became something different. The problem wasn't that he messed around with whoever Shorty was in the beginning, because I probably wasn't putting out, but <laughs> he was messing around with whoever it was in the beginning. The problem for me, because he already had a baby mama, now I got to deal with another baby mama. That was my problem. I was like, oh, I don't know about that. a lot of children, yeah. That's, that's mean, a lot of women for me to have to deal with unnecessarily. Yeah, that's a lot of boss battles you got to go through. Yeah, <laughs> and double homicide. I, I grew like, into this boss role. But you know what? When you're single, though, and you're you know on dating apps or whatever you're doing to meet people, you probably got like a couple, like two to three people like on the back burner in your phone. And you just kind of keep them there until you like you meet that certain someone mm-hmm. and... You know, then you make it official and then you drop them. But for me, I don't see any issue with it because we're all we're all just girls chasing the nut out here. And Literally. if you got if you got somebody else you're talking to, like you know, hey, this. rock. Oh, I am get so sorry. She said, nah, she said you get your bags and leave. And leave. Get pack your bags, put your shoes on, get, get out, get right to now. the left, to the left. I just can't even. Y'all are hilarious. Okay, so boom. When we come back, we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we are going to talk about having natural hair in corporate America. Uh, Specifically, Ruby is a beauty and hair influencer blogger. And so she is our expert of choice tonight. So we'll be right back. Sounds like a fan ad. Here it is. Here at Glenron Technology, we're more than just a computer company. Glenron Technology is an information technology company that provides you with expert IT services, which includes technical support, troubleshooting, network configurations, remote assistance, and so much more. At GLRT, we also do complete refurbishings and repairs on any PCs or laptops that you may have. And for you gamers out there, let Glenron Technology build you your very own gaming PC. That's right, whether you are a beginner or a hardcore gamer, GLRT can customize the right PC for you. This is a great opportunity for the first-time gamers or for anyone who ever wanted a customized PC of their own. Now, for a limited time only, while supplies last, any new customers who mention this promo and where you heard it from will receive 60 minutes of free technical support and a free Glenron Technology t-shirt. And while you're at it, do not forget to ask about our affordable six-month subscription plan. For more information, Email us at info at glenrontechnology.com or call now at 708-252-3181. That's 708-252-3181. Glenron Technology. 
Okay, I'm not sure what happened. Um, <laughs> but we are back and we have Miss at Tubi Ruby and at Brock coming through um, to talk today about having natural hair in corporate America. Um, I think all of us has kind of worked in corporate America some way or another. So we're just going to get right into the thick of it. Um, I'm not sure where, where Brock went, but he disappeared for a quick second. But um, I work, my full-time job actually is in like a corporate setting, more of a governmental type setting. And um, I don't know if you want to share that you, okay, so most people on here work in that type of setting, um, kind of like a whatever type of a corporate America type setting. Both Ruby and I have natural hair. And as you all can just even tell by this live, we have a different texture, natural hair. Um, and so with people like California passing laws that state that they had to make it illegal for you to um, discriminate against someone in the workplace at a job interview because of their hair. I'm just going to start with a general question of why do you think that black hair in corporate America is such a freaking issue? We can start with Atubi Ruby, the hair care extraordinaire. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Hello, guys. <laughs> so, yes, I'm Ruby of tubiruby.com, natural hair and beauty blog. So, come check me out if you haven't already. Duh. Um, but. <laughs> For me, I think it's such a big thing in corporate America. I mean, really in the world as a whole, because standards of beauty are so Europeanized and they have always been that way. I mean, I even think about me growing up, right? I don't remember seeing individuals with natural hair being promoted. I don't see individuals with braids really out there. I mean, locks if they had like a movie with a Jamaican cast or if they were going to Africa, that's when you see that. And even just from in magazines and spreads, like recently, probably I would say in like the last decade, maybe stretching like decade and a half is when curvy bodies and natural hair has become a thing. And it's just mm -hmm. now being embraced. I mean, you can think about from a product standpoint, now there's so many companies, not just natural hair care companies, just hair care companies that are specifically creating lines targeted to natural hair care, which was not a thing. Like I remember when I first went natural, I didn't really go natural. It was kind of like I was wearing sew-ins, European sew-ins. Mm -hmm. I was wearing sew-ins and I was just like, well, if I'm wearing sew-ins, why need to perm my hair? Like, and I just slowly but surely started letting my natural hair grow out. And then taking my braids down from under my sewing and be like, okay, is that a curl? Hold on, girl, you know, and kind of embracing it and being able to be like, you know what, maybe I'll see what's really under here. But back then, there weren't like, oh, these the lock method of how knowing how to actually style your hair. No, but for okay. real. No, it really wasn't. The product selection was lack thereof. I mean, everything from then was pretty much figuring out on your own. Uh, it was more like shea butters and oils, not really having natural care, natural hair care lines actually specifically dedicated to it. So I think it goes all the way back to, as I was indicating, just having Europeanized standards of beauty, what is acceptable. And a lot of companies, even in corporate America, is so interested in how 
its core, its curly hair. There's white women who wear their naturally curly hair and have been wearing their naturally curly hair to work forever. So if I come to work with my naturally curly hair mm-hmm. or my naturally kinky hair, what's the difference? Make it make sense. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. And for me, it's a matter of, it's one or two things, which we may go into deeper too, so I won't go too far, but it's either you go code switch in the interview to get the job and then come in with some <laughs> gas and sucker, or you come in in the interview at the gate and let them know, like, this is who I am, this is what you're going to expect to see, because then the other side of it is if a company can't accept you at an interview as to who you really are, Maybe that's a telltale sign in itself that it could be troubles ahead, Judge. Troubles ahead. Yeah. No, that's facts. Okay, before we get to Brock, um, Deandra on Facebook said, yeah, it was a very trial and error when I stopped perming my hair in 2007. Yeah, and that... Deandra, Oof, talk yeah. that talk. Because we were just sitting here like, do I do a perm I said? What do I do with this hair? Natural hair, you know. back in the day, consisted of... Um, braids or what we call now protective styles and uh, afros like those were your two options mm-hmm. like you didn't really have that in like what we have now um but brock how does this because you live in cali so for those who mm-hmm. don't know brock is in cali um so when you see that your state first of all your state i feel like it's a trailblazer state they got some issues don't get me Love wrong it. they do they but do. when it comes to like legislation they be on it so how does it make you feel being in that environment and being biracial um you know what this subject right here also i want to say shout out to my friend ej because i saw your comment he's in the mm-hmm. chat watching he's ruby he said your hair was beautiful <laughs> um <laughs> living in california um i love the fact that i live in a place where they really accept people's differences and let people just be themselves um being biracial uh, my hair doesn't grow I'm like two steps away from Caillou status, but I have a black, (laughs) I have a black mom. I've had to help her with her hair before. I have sisters. I have nieces. They've taught me all about the protective hairstyles, um, you know, the stuff that they, the products that they use. Um, And I actually, Ruby brought up a really good point. And I really agree with you that I feel like a lot of black hair care was very Eurocentric, like very Eurocentric in the nineties and two thousands. And I think back on shows like watching like Clueless, Dion, her hair was always straight. It was always down. Uh, watching like Moesha, like you said, um, yeah, yeah, like the the protective hairstyles. Everything yeah. there wasn't any dimensions to it until recently, and I think white people really needed to, you know, understand that the hair doesn't make the person. Because I argued so much with people when it came to the weekend, because I love the weekend, and I would hear people be like, "But his hair." I'm like, what the fuck does his hair have anything to do with the music? Mm-hmm. Like, you guys are focusing on something just because you don't like it has nothing to do with his talent, his vocals. It's just dumb. Like, what? I, no one's, you know, um, judging you, uh, Randall, who's like wearing a mullet to his fucking job. Like, why are you so worried about other people's hairstyles? I don't think the hair, and especially nowadays when everyone's just working from home, hair really ain't gonna matter anymore. But. You are always gonna have those haters. Period. Mm. Haters gonna hate. So I had uh, um we're gonna go into it because I see a lot of people sharing their hair care journeys in here and I love it. Um I have always had some type of issues with my hair in general, I think. 
Um, my mom did my hair for a long time at home. So I was one of those girls that was in barrettes and bows for a very, probably way longer than I fucking should have been. I should have been able to come up out them barrettes and bows. Um, but because my mom was doing my hair, it just was what it was. Um, but then my hair just got what she considered um, unmanageable, mainly because there were no products for people who had natural. It was pink oil lotion. Shout out to Lusters because they still want to um, But it was pink oil lotion and water. And that's just pretty much what we had it. And if you were getting your hair pressed, you had that thick ass blue magic grease. You had to, <laughs> that shit was going to sizzle as soon as she Don't got move. to the Don't move. You better hold that damn ear because you ain't going to have one. Okay. Um, so I started off there. And then when it just got too unmanageable uh, for her, like a mom, a single mom of two girls, like it just didn't work. So I got a relaxer. Mm-hmm. And I had a relaxer all the way up and through until I got to college. Um, and then when I got to college, um, it started breaking off like really, really bad. And I didn't know what else to do with it. It was just so damaged. I cut it all off. But not only did I cut it all off, um, I cut it all off and dyed it blonde, like like bleach blonde, because I just had I just couldn't just cut it off. Um, and then I slowly started growing it back. I will show you a picture. <laughs> it it looked so bad. Um <laughs> I look like a pack of ramen noodles. I look like fucking Justin Timberlake when he was in Insane and he had his shit combed I to the back with that gel. Um. I looked so bad, um, but you couldn't tell me. I rocked the same big ass hoops I got on right now. I had on big ass hoops and no hair. You, my hair, it don't move. No, just, it don't move. I just, it looks so bad. And then, um. But that never stopped me. And I'm not sure why this is actually. Ooh, something my, it never stopped me from going to my job interviews just the way that I was. So I just was like, hmm, whatever. Until actually I started growing my hair back, started growing my hair back. Um, was trying to go natural for a little bit. Couldn't figure that shit out. Didn't even know anything about textures and the fact that there's different types of textures. Mm-hmm. And the same products you was using when you had a relaxer, you can't use those products no more because those products are to, to balance out the pH balance in your head. It was just too much. And I was just like, it. it was so much to it. And then when I got older and I was like, like, like Ruby, wearing sew-ins, just trying to keep my hair together. Then it wasn't even, I had the heat damage at the top because now I'm straightening, 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 trying to match these fucking... Hawaiian silky ass bundles in my hair when my hair is 4C and that's not the texture hair for you, ma'am. So it was just like shit like that. So when I went into an interview, they was going to get one or two things. Like you either was going to see me with this weave or you was going to see me at my natural state. And those are like my only two options. And to be honest with you, if you saw me with one hairstyle at the first interview and it was multiple interviews, by the time I got to the second interview, that hairstyle wasn't even the same because I did my own hair in college. So I might take a sewing out and, and do a quick weave real yeah. quick. So it was just like, that was a lot. But I also like Ruby stated, um, a white girl wearing curly hair and then us wearing curly hair. It seems like there's still that intimidation there. Like, mm. like, I feel like it's more of a policing of the hair and not so, or the policing of people of color in general and not so what the hair looks like when they get into the interview. What do you guys think? I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> I was going to go, but I didn't know. Yeah, no, no, no. Part. Sorry. I was just thinking, I was just thinking out loud. You can go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. 
<laughs> no, I really, I really Ruby, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, honestly, for me, I definitely think just the police and the people of color in general. Like, it's so funny and not funny, but you know what I mean? Ironic how so specific different things are when it comes to us. Like, certain things that we can't do in corporate America that white people have been doing for years and still doing it to, to, to this day. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, a white woman can have red hair at work and seem normal. But let me come in with some red hair. Oh, Ruby. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so bright. You know, like, <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's color. It, it, it'll do its own thing. And at the end of the day, I think, as I indicated earlier, it really comes down to you as an individual. What do you want to do? Like, either way works. Like, if you want to code switch to get the job and not, once you be in there, they can't tell you nothing. Live your life, sis, you know? Because that's where I'm at right now. (laughs) Because you can definitely do that. Because at the end of the day, it's like, all right, I'll play the game, right? I'll play the game to get the coin, to do what I got to do. Because if y'all play with me too crazy, I'm going to be out this jam anyway. I will go and find another job in a minute, okay? (laughs) Because he gave me this one. He gave me another one. Or the other side of the coin is you don't code switch. You interview as your true, authentic self, so you can really get an idea of what type of company you're getting yourself into, what type of people you're going to be embraced with. And I think that really boils down to the individual, because some people really want to grow their career in corporate America and go up the chains and do that, and that's totally fine. So you got to learn how to play the game, right? Some people are just there to get a check to finance external dreams. So it's like, yeah, I may cold switch for a second to get this bag because I may not even be here more than two years anyway. So it really just depends on what works for you. But when it's all said and done, regardless of which route you take, you better come in there with your natural hair and be proud of it. <laughs> you better come yeah, out I feel that. Day. <laughs> Suckers. I feel that. <laughs> Period. So a couple people in the chat, um, Christina said... She went natural as soon as she turned 18 and was allowed to, um, that she had tried many times before that, but her mom wouldn't let her. And since then, she hasn't looked back. Also, Christina, um, I know her personally, obviously, but um, she is very unapologetic with her hair. And I actually love that about her. Like, um, she just stated as well. Christina has a rainbow fro hawk currently. That's awesome. Um, she was also on our last episode talking about COVID and the COVID shot and the um, COVID vaccine and letting us know what, what she felt were, you know, uh, the best thing for us to do. And so we know her title and she works in leadership in corporate America and she, she wish a motherfucker would. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, see, y'all remember that holding that ear. Once you got to hold that ear, it's over with. You better hold that damn ear. You ain't going to have one. Burn right there. You're not going to have an ear. Um, I don't know who this is. I'm sorry. Going through the trauma of getting my natural hair done as a kid made me want the easiest hairstyle option, which was a relaxer. Listen, this is not even... I agree with you, though. Every blue moon, every blue moon, I'd be like... If I buy a kitty perm, though, if I just buy two boxes of kitty perm, <laughs> straighten it, right. then I'd be cool because then I could just do what damage, I want to do. Right? <laughs> no, that, it won't be that damage. Then I could just snip at it just a little bit. Because then how I could just, how would, how would they know? How would they know? How would they know? I can wrap that joint in the at night, wake up in the morning, shake my shit loose, and then I can keep it fucking going. Like, it's just so much. 
I'm I'm with you on that. Like I'm with you. But then it's like I've been natural, fully natural for like the last maybe seven years. Cause I had my child in era too. I was like, okay, well, I'm not gonna get a relaxer. But then my ass went and got like a texturizer, which I could have just got the fucking relaxer. Like it was just like stuff like that. So everything it just oh, but respectfully, like when it comes to when we were younger, right? Like when mm -hmm. it comes to our parents and you know the staff they were doing the things they were doing for our hair care. Most parents, you know, because there wasn't a lot of natural hair care products. There wasn't a lot of natural hair care education because there's two yeah, things. Yeah. You can have the product, but you may not have the education to take care of your hair, to maintain it, to retain your lymph. It's so many different facets of that. So mm -hmm. even back then, like when it came to our parents in the era that we were at, it wasn't those type of products. It wasn't that education. It was like just for me. You know, yep. so you were slapping parts in your and I remember that correctly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, I want my hair to look like hers. I was <laughs> With the bobos and the meat ones, you know, right. <laughs> and that's it. And, and it's nothing wrong with that in the sense that, like, hey, if you want to get your hair relaxed and, and wear it straight, because baby, if I cut all my hair off, I'm getting it perm and I'm getting finger waves, and they're gonna be blonde. So, I'm telling y'all that right now, y'all heard it first. <laughs> but <laughs> if that's what you want to do, and it, you can definitely still grow strong, healthy hair with a relaxer or any type of chemical, whatever it may be. But at the same token, if I choose not to do so, I don't want to hear anybody's mouth at work when I come in here with a little puff on my head. Because I'm this is about nine times ten what you're gonna see me at. So take it like that. Okay, so I do wanna um Eddie, you got him EJ, EJ yeah. in the chat going in. I like EJ. EJ, you gotta come every <laughs> week. Like, I don't understand. EJ said this is so relatable. I just got my lock style for the first time since he started at his job. And child, these people act like <laughs> act just like that. Like, what is just my hair? What they say when you gave me, EJ. Oh, wow. Yep. <laughs> Your hair. Yeah. Can I touch it? Like, oh my uh. god. My aunt, let me tell you something because they just recently moved me from one boss to the other boss, and I shall not say her name because I still need my job to pay for these podcasting bills. But <laughs> my old boss, I will never forget. I come in, I come in the next day at work. I had a um I had a sew-in, but I had a pixie cut, so I had the illusion that I had short hair. I come in the office. Oh my God, you cut your hair. Me deciding not to code switch anymore for anybody. No, this is sewing. Yeah. She was like, I just love it? that black women are able to just be so versatile with your hair. It looks so real. Do y'all know how much I want to flip her fucking desk over? Not her desk. This is what you mean to look real. I paid a whole bunch of money for it to look real. It better look real. And I just feel like you knew damn well I didn't cut my hair off like. I really wanted to and, fight her. And, and the other <laughs> reason why I'm upset is because, you know, a lot of white women act like they don't know what extensions are. Girl, you got them dang, what they call them? The little. 
they got extensions. Them little clips. They, 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 they clip call them little hair clips. And they be like, come on. Son. I'm also no. thinking that those like vacation braids they get when they go on like a cruise to the Bahamas and they get like the little beaded braids. Like, baby. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold up. <laughs> like that, no, that no. thin ass, the thin ass blonde hair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> like they, they scout me red as hell. And like, demons ma'am. just snatching the back of <laughs> Take it out. Why'd you do that? I just think y'all know what that is. Stop playing. Stop playing. But if you guys did it, it would be an issue. That's you know what I mean. Yeah, like baby. (laughs) I feel like we even like coming back to work after getting a new hairstyle. So you walk in, you be like, yeah, like good morning. Oh my god, I love your hair. <laughs> I love your hair like this. How long did it take? Da, 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 da. I be want somebody to say, bitch, Google it. Google it. You want to know? Google it. Tell me what you how long it take. Right. The worst be when you called off work the day before and then you come in with a different hairstyle and you can't win on Monday. Like you can't work Monday, called off Tuesday, came with different hair on Wednesday. They be on your ass, like. Oh, you in my business? Don't do that. Don't do that. That'd be the worst for me. I'd be like, uh, actually, no. <laughs> no, ma'am. I just be so blue. Now, um, I think all of us can relate to this question because we are all different. Yes, baby, talk. Because she said she got to like, like, Period. Like, let me let the people know, baby. You, <laughs> you forgot about me. Right. She said, I'm still here. In case you wanted to know. Go ahead, mama. Go ahead. Say your question. I'm going to Now, with all of us having different extra hair, I think where I call this self shaded myself <laughs> I, I have hair. 4c hair i have type 4 hair in general like i feel like i got type 4 all throughout my hair and i'll explain that um or ruby actually maybe you can explain it a little bit better on like the different types and then tell the people what your um type hair is yes i can is the baby in the back that's my baby um. <laughs> like a, a curl texture spectrum right and essentially it starts i believe like at one to actually really like two going on to four so essentially two is like more wavy three gets a little bit more curlier four is what they describe as more like kinkier and the letters it's like a b and c it's the tighter that your curls are or the zigzags that you may have like when it comes to like closer to the four spectrum. So for me, I have a mixture of what's considered three C hair. Um, and I actually have four A hair. So I have like two curl patterns depending on where you're looking at in my head. Um, and essentially my three C is curlier hair, a little bit more spirally, but they're tighter. And my 4A is just much tighter curls um, that you'll see. But then it's 4C, like what is talking about as well, too, where your curls are even tighter. Um, that's you, baby. You better like that. <laughs> <laughs> you think you with my puppy? <laughs> and my baby, she said she got, uh, what you got right now, mama? 3A here. Uh, we'll come back to her when she yeah. <laughs> They said actually. They actually have, if you go on Google, there's literally a chart for anybody who's inquiring about what their hair curl pattern is or whatever it may be. You can actually go on Google and look at natural hair curl patterns, and there's like a chart, and you can take a piece of your hair with no product in it. 
no product because you want to see it in its natural state and like kind of look at it what it looks like and it'll show you what's closest to your hair to kind of type your hair so yeah cool so with that being said because now we have the different types and all of that and brock i'll come to you first especially as a guy right because like i think people think that hair here is non-existent for guys and i'm not sure why they think like that but with your different different types of texture here and your nationality and the, you know everything else that we have going on did you notice a shift in the marketing when it came to just black hair in general and the product very much so mm -hmm. very much so and um it definitely uh i learned a lot actually about black hair care from my mom mm -hmm. and when uh we were talking about the 4c like i i didn't know like the chart and like how to kind of you know figure that out but i did know about the different hairstyles and honestly throughout probably like I want to say coming like 2015 till now, like there has been an increased amount of black hair care products, black skincare products, everything. People are really just trying to get to, um, you know, look their best, feel their best. Um, and especially like skincare too. I've seen a lot of that booming lately. Um, and I'm a, I'm a skincare guy. And yeah, yeah, like you said about uh, people don't think that men, you know, like take care of their hair or take baths or, you know, take care of their skin. Stay away from those dudes. And there's a dude that like, <laughs> <laughs> like leave them alone. Like that's not something you wanna hang out with. Like dudes really Crusty like- Crusty, <laughs> dusty, and musty. <laughs> like there are dudes who actually like wash their face. They exfoliate. They I use a little hyaluronic acid. You know, they get under the dirt in their fingernails. Like people are really, you know, trying to take better care of themselves. And I'm here for it. Um, I think that kind of encompasses everybody. But when I'm talking like black skincare and black hair care, that is a booming market right now. Mm -hmm. It's everywhere. And I love to see it. Ruby, as an influencer, have you noticed the difference in like kind of where the brands are kind of headed and stuff? Absolutely. And it's interesting, too, because it's not just, you know, I would say more or less when natural hair care brands started. Kate and Trust, you probably noticed it was more like black owned or black kind of in the kitchen products that started like, hey, this worked for me. Let me share this. Either they were a YouTuber who people want to know what their concoctions were and now they're selling them or just individual brands. But then other brands, you know, white hair care brands as well, too, decided, you know what? It's a market for this. Like there's black people out here specifically looking for products that's targeting natural hair. And start tapping into that as well because there's some brands and i've actually it's interesting i don't know if you guys are in clubhouse i love that i love clubhouse i love clubhouse, <laughs> clubhouse is dope. sidebar because what she said is ruby early a squirrel um we will be having small room sessions for the Wu child chronicles in clubhouse so if you're in clubhouse oh, add your girl because period sometimes we got to talk about stuff as it happens as it happens, just... full effect. check 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 talk check check check. check. Okay, okay okay go ahead go ahead go ahead but yeah so it's interesting how like in clubhouse um there's like some natural hair care you know, groups that you could be a part of and listen, things like that. Some brands openly admit, you know, on one of the clubhouse, like, you know, honestly, we actually started creating natural hair care products when we noticed a lot of like YouTubers or people on our social media platform say, hey, I actually use this product, which was not made for natural hair, for my natural hair. And it works. So they was like, dang, people are using this. Let us create something specifically for that. And I would definitely say that boom has been very prevalent in the last five years, but kind of probably in like the last like 10 years is when it starts to creep. 
But the last five years, like even like there's, I don't know if you guys heard of like Curlbox, which is a sub- mm-hmm. subscription based program specifically for like natural hair care. And they have grown now to do like skincare um, subscription boxes. And now they just released that they're going to be doing like a tool care subscription box, which is based off of tools that you use to style your natural hair. But so many different facets have evolved from that. And I love it. Curlbox is black woman owned. Shout out to Malik, Malik, uh, whatever it may be. Um, so it's a lot of things that I don't want to mess up a name, but there's a lot of different brands that have grown from that. You know, some mm. of my favorite natural hair care brands are black owned, and I love that, like Myel Organics and TGIN. They're actually Chicago land based as well. Um, so with that being said, there has definitely been a growth in the last five years, and I love it, you know, because. The more we know in terms of processes and education and how to style hair, the better we can be with taking care of our natural hair and not having to apply chemicals unless you want to in order mm-hmm. to get a, a style that we desire. Like, baby, I learned how to do a slick ponytail and it's over. It's over for everybody. <laughs> no. <laughs> Y'all may see a slick ponytail coming to a, to a Ruby near you. Ruby, <laughs> how many times have I told you I watched that video? Brand, she actually, she ain't I lying. I called you in the beauty supply sleep. store. She's like, like, okay, real quick, what do I need to do? How many ponytail hold do I need? What product did you use? I'm like, let me show you. <laughs> and, and that's why I love creating content specifically for us, for, you know, beauty as well. But, like, really so many different things that we just may not know how to do. And, like, once I figure out how to do it, I'm going to show y'all. Follow Beauty. me at 2B Ruby. Uh-huh. Um, no, y'all really do need to follow her at 2B Ruby. Um, she's on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, she's where I am. TikTok, um, I'm gonna follow right now. Yeah, but she does a lot of great hair care videos. A lot of the videos, actually, when y'all see me do something to my hair, half the time I probably saw it on Ruby's channel first, or saw her do the style, or whatever the case we had going on, and then went and bought the stuff she told me to buy. Um, the difference is I got an insight view, so I can just call her when I want to. But y'all gotta watch the YouTube videos, so that's just what that is. I just um, love, so I'm ready. I'm ready to tune in. I will say this much though. So I do love that um that the brands, my own organics being one of my favorite brands, actually. I'm sorry, y'all. My necklace is like choking me. Um ranch it around. Ranch it around. I'm trying to ranch it around. <laughs> uh, so I do my, my favorite black owned hair care brands actually is um my own organics and a brand called curls. It's a blue and yellow brand. And I want to make sure we're very specific because there's another one that's Curls Mix or uh, Curls something else. But Curls in itself is black owned. And those are two of my favorite brands, mainly because they have a line that's dedicated to girls who have that kind of mixed up hair. So like you heard Ruby say earlier, she had a, a 3C hair and a 4A type hair. Whereas me, I have a type 4 hair. So I'm one of those people that got like type A in the front Type four C in the back, type B in the whatever, like all my shit just kind of mixed up. And so, um, with that being said, um, I've noticed that though some brands are definitely catering to natural hair, they're not catering to the different, <laughs> they're not catering to the different types of natural hair. So it's like, oh yeah, like. You know, and I don't want to mention these brands names because I might work with them in the future. But it's, we have a brand that has like a relaxer shampoo conditioner brand. But then they also made like a, you know, just a regular for for women of color natural shampoo and conditioner. And it, it sucks. Like it's like, well, who is this 
this must not be for type four here. This got to be for like a type two, a type three woman of color. Cause this ain't for me. Like who I'm going to use this for. So like, I feel like for me, that's why I kind of cater towards those black owned because they know, okay, my organics has a, a pomegranate line. That's technically for type four hair. Yes. My curls have never felt as good as they feel unless I, I use that, that line. Like, and it smells so bomb. It do smell so good. And it smells so bomb. I was going to ask, what are the types of products to avoid that are actually, they're kind of, um, you know, advertised as black hair care, mm -hmm. but it's not owned by a black person? Because I have seen that around, but I don't Curls know. Curls daughter. I don't know the companies off the top of my head. Carol's daughter was once owned by a black woman. She is no, it is no longer owned by a black person. They sold it. So they may be telling you all like, oh, it's black owned. It is not black owned. They sold it to whoever they sold it to, but they're they not black. Okay. Um, it's a lot of them. Actually, actually, yeah, because I remember um obviously when everyone was posting on, what was it? June 2nd, everyone did the blackout. That's when everyone started talking about what's black on, what's uh -huh. not. You know, that was a big thing. I don't know if you guys remember that on social media. They were marketing. And obviously, if you follow natural hair care brands and things like that, that's kind of when it got it got it got a little great for some of them because <laughs> they weren't saying nothing. It's like, oh, so y'all know? Y'all know? <laughs> Who told y'all? Actually, I had Bob Carroll's daughter's products before in the past. I honestly didn't care if they were black owned or not because they have a retention conditioner um, that is freaking amazing and it just works great on my hair and my son's hair. I had never got an email from them before. When it came out that Carol's daughter was not black owned, she's like, we are in solidarity with da, 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 da. Like, We know you a solidarity ma'am, whoever this is. Like, we know. Right. Keep the email, girl. We know, we know. Like, He's like, now that you guys know, let's, let us take what we have to say. Um, oh, Shea Moisture yeah, is so one of them. Yeah, Shea Moisture is definitely one of the ones, um, one of the companies that is black founded, but are no longer owned by a black yeah. woman. Interesting, because I do and, and I had a lot of other products. Yeah. And let, let me say this. Maybe unpopular opinion. But when it comes to like growing yourself as a brand, as an entrepreneur and having a business, a lot of companies literally grow their brand and business to get to a point where they can sell it, where they can then chill, sit back, mm -hmm. relax, and be flewed out on a yacht under what they created. How you fly out <laughs> on a yacht, friend? On a yacht, because if I'm talking about when you got the money, life, I got to say it right, friend. We on a yacht, then we get flewed off. <laughs> or do we get do we get flewed off and then get on the yacht? On the yacht because the yacht. See, I had questions and she had answers, and so that's all that it is. If I'm gonna mention my life, I gotta be clear, you know. So, I mean, I feel like unpopular opinion is I do understand the idea of black owned, black found because you want to continue to circulate that black dollar. I get that, but I also feel like we shouldn't be, and this may be a different topic for another show, but we shouldn't be so quick to be like, okay, was is it, you know, kind of, I don't know putting like a shadow so to speak on these individuals who sold their companies like yeah. maybe they don't want to work all day till they die no more like maybe this was the goal not till they die no more good night <laughs> I mean, thank you, know you man <laughs> thank you man for coming on the show we appreciate everything that you said <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh my god that's another topic 
that could be another topic for another show. Yeah, we're not going to get too deep into that topic. But you have a point. I don't really care if a hair brand is... Okay, so let me let me stop. I care if a hair brand is Black-owned, mainly because that was the whole purpose, actually, of this um, podcast. It started off as a way for Black companies and Black owners and mm-hmm. entrepreneurs to come on the show um highlight their businesses without feeling like they had to code switch we talked about that earlier um just being able to be themselves on on a media platform that allowed them to do so yeah um however though i am one of those people that will look for a black person to do something first before i pay any other race that's just who i am um i i found a jamaican to do my grass like i i i, I that's just the basis of who who i am however yeah. I'm on oxtail. Come on, because he came through. Baby, when I tell y'all, he drew the exact diagram of the back of my motherfucking house and was like, this is how much it's going to cost you to get. Because you can't just put seed down. I was like, oh, really? He was so educated on grass. I don't understand what was going on. Um, But neither here nor there. Uh, I don't care whether or not you're black-owned or, or white-owned. I care if I'm going to get the best for my money. So just like I found mm-hmm. the Jamaican's company, the, the Jamaican-owned company to do my grass, had I found a white person to do my grass for a better price, believe and trust, I was going to go with the better price. I don't care. Like, what does my budget say? My budget says be smart. Like, <laughs> Exactly. Like, that's what my budget <laughs> say. <laughs> so it's like stuff like that for me. But I feel like we touched on all things hair care. So I want to give that people the opportunity to one um catch up on Brock's podcast because Brock has a podcast and to catch up with To Be Ruby on what to do with your hair, face, makeup, beauty, all that. So I'm gonna start with Brock. How can people catch you, boo? What's going on? You can catch me at Who Brock James on Instagram. That is my personal account, and then I also have a podcast called Split Check. Um, it's a podcast where I interview people about their customer service horror stories, and that could be that could range from anything from a server at a restaurant to a stripper at a strip club. Like <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm looking for all sorts of people to to interview. So if you guys have anything, any crazy stories, please hit me up. Um, you can also catch me on the uh, Split Check podcast um on instagram as well too yes okay you ready ruby i know little mama I got you ready. busy you feel me i'm out here trying to rock out of sleep <laughs> somebody <laughs> said uh deandra said earlier like i love how ruby is mothering in on this podcast at the same time let me yeah, show you how strong black it. women is <laughs> let me show you how strong <laughs> a black woman yeah, yeah. is because like, what we gonna do is make it work baby. make it work we because we gonna check lie. us nobody <laughs> Nobody. And the baby added valuable information. Period, so. because she said what she said. <laughs> said what she said. Say that, mama. <laughs> but Ruby, how can people keep up with you? Yes, come check me out. I do have my blog, Natural Hair, Beauty, and Lifestyle, to be Ruby.com. You can find me on all platforms at to be Ruby, T O B E R U B Y. You know, this energy and all this liveness that I got is on all platforms. So come check me out. <laughs> Literally. Literally. This is my um, So just a preview for those who are interested. I asked in the Facebook group, if you are not in the Facebook group and you are listening to this on YouTube, Twitter, or if you on Instagram, make sure you join the Facebook, um, the Facebook group. 
because I announced this in the Facebook group. But we got the grapefruit lady coming through next week, y'all. And if y'all don't know no. who the grapefruit lady is, the grapefruit lady is all things oral sex, honey. Ah, uh, yes, that's all literally what I thought when you said that too. Okay, <laughs> the Glock Glo- Glo- three thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she gonna give you the Glock Glock three thousand. Grapefruit okay? lady. <laughs> we got the grapefruit lady coming through next week, so we are gonna have a relationship topic. We might have a few hot topics sprinkled in there, but we gonna have a grapefruit lady in the joint. Yes. So Angel is definitely coming through. Um, I think this might be like my largest person I've ever had on the podcast. Like, but I got some more in store for you because I had a couple people respond. So it's lit. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have questions for the grapefruit lady, like what to do about that gag reflex, <laughs> or should I be trying to slide my finger in his booty hole? You need to let us know. I need covering my baby ears. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't wait. This, <laughs> family is, this is the episode for you. Nothing is off limits. We talking about it all. Might have a cucumber and a grapefruit in front of me. You'll never know. Okay? <laughs> so make sure you drop your comments in the Facebook group so I can know what questions you guys want to ask her. If you want to follow me, your girl, at Cubana Kiss. I am at Cubana Kiss on everything. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Snapchat. I'm on TikTok. I'm kind of funny. It just is what it is. So make sure you hit me up on there. Until then, y'all, T-T-Y-L. Bye. And see you guys.